a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today as uh, we continue to cover all the angles, everything going on. Uh, also, just uh, got some news, a report uh, that in addition to uh, the changes the president has made, uh, we're also noting that Jim Bridenstine, who is the uh, NASA administrator, uh, is stepping down, that he is uh, resigning as the NASA administrator. And uh, interesting that he would uh, do that quickly. I think he is a, uh, has done a great job there with NASA. And so I think that will be a, a loss for the country. But we're going to see a lot of changes like this uh, over the coming weeks. And then, of course, moving into a new administration, there'll be a lot of change and a lot of harder games and speculations in terms of uh, who will fill what cabinet seats and uh, all of that will continue to to roll forward but very pleased to be joined now by our good friend Scott Howell uh, Scott uh, who was a uh, spokesperson and uh, very much involved in the uh, Biden campaign and uh, also doing some critical work here in our community as Scott has done for uh, many many years now uh, so we want to get to some of the things we have to get to as a society because we still have issues like homelessness uh, that are a real issue. So, Scott, thanks for joining us today. Boy, thank you very much for the invitation. I'll tell you guys, you guys are not uh, suffering by lack of news in 2020. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like a pause. Yeah, I'd like a pause for at least a minute. <laughs> uh, well, first, first, let's just get a, uh, a quick reaction uh, from you, Scott. Obviously, over the weekend, uh, uh, victory was declared uh, by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, uh, Two, I thought they, I thought they both did really well in terms of those acceptance speeches. Uh, that's often a difficult thing to do, especially uh, in elections that are very tight and that there are still legal proceedings going on. Uh, but I thought, in particular, uh, I thought uh, Kamala Harris uh, struck some some really uh, important notes there as uh, she accepted that. Yeah, it it was really interesting on both of their behalves, and I, I liked the the way of conciliatory. Uh, affection that uh, the uh, Joe Biden uh, moved forward, as well as Kamala. I like that Joe said, uh, we will move forward. And, you know, it wasn't piling on. But Kamala made some comments that just really gave uh, my family, uh, especially with our new granddaughter, Haven, hope yeah. that someday she'll be able to follow in the footsteps of Kamala. And, uh, my daughter-in-law, who sent out a, a note to all of us, said, I hope my new daughter can be inspired by the new vice president. And yeah. so I think overall we needed some time uh, to have a little bit of a reflection and see what's going on. But you got to remember, there were still 70 million people that voted for Donald Trump, right. and that divide is strong. My own personal friends uh, you know, still think that the, the mail-in ballots were a conspiracy, uh, of the uh, Biden and uh, Biden team or the country that they stuffed the ballot box, so to speak. So, you know, until we can have some good results and can we can move forward, we just have to be sensitive to all yeah. those who feel pr- 
pretty exposed right now. Yeah, that's such a great point. I, I appreciate you uh, pointing that out. Uh, uh, this definitely isn't a time for anyone to spike the ball. <laughs> we, no. we we still have a, a lot of divisions to uh, to heal and repair. Uh, but most important, uh, we still, regardless uh, of who's leading us, it's it's what le- is leading us that is the the real test, and and we still have issues. We still have addiction problems. We have a anxiety, depression, and suicide problem. We we have oh, all man. kinds of things. And I know Scott, one of the things that you have given your heart and soul to uh, here in our community is uh, that the issue of homelessness. And I know we've got some important people coming into town. Some important conversations that that really transcend what's going on in Washington D.C. But just give us a quick update on what we should be watching for uh, over the next twenty four hours. Well, tonight at 5 o'clock, and everyone is invited to participate, it's, a, it's an open meeting format, we'll have Dr. Robert Marbet, um, who is the uh, director for the United States in, uh, Interagency Council on Homelessness. And he coordinates all the programs get, uh, across 19 federal departments. He is an outspoken advocate for real transitional change and solutions to intergeneral uh, poverty, as well as ending homelessness. Now, that's a bold statement about ending homelessness. But let me just share with you, with the audience. When the Pioneer Park Coalition was formed some six or eight, seven years ago, gosh, it's been a long time, um, Josh Romney, Bryson Garbett, um, some uh, Forrest McNabb, Tiffany Price, some really uh, business leaders in the community had gotten together and said, it's time that we do something about homelessness. And what they did at the very first meeting is said, why not, why can't we, and how will we end homelessness? Now, that's a bold statement. Yeah. But what, what it really says is that we can do better than what we've done in the past. And I think what you'll see tonight with Dr. Marbut, he's going to announce some things about uh, finishing the job of ending chronic homelessness in five years. That's a goal. Prevent and end homeless among veterans in five years. And we're well on our way to that in Utah. The third thing is prevent and end homeless for families, youth, and children in 10 years. And the last uh, point that I think he'll be making tonight is set a path to ending all types of homelessness. Boyd, I believe in my heart of heart, and I've been in this business since 1992 when I served on the um, the state uh, Home Services Committee, uh, well, in the Senate, that we talked about what we could do in the future and, and could we ever end homelessness. And I remember some advocates or service providers came in and said, oh, we'll never end homelessness. We'll never do it. And I said, why not? Yeah. Why can't we intercept with somebody before they get to that situation of homelessness whether it's mental health, whether it's physical health, whether it's addiction, whether it's um, any type of situation that would put somebody out, domestic violence, put somebody out on the street. And boy, I believe we can. We I think, to. you know, <laughs> I, I'm such a believer that we can change the pathway of getting our brothers and sisters back on their feet, introducing the uh, dignity of work, yes. helping them so <laughs> they won't be with those challenges. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Scott Hal. always appreciate your insight. We'll uh, we'll watch and see what happens tonight. Uh, some great goals there, especially 
as we approach Veterans Day, uh, we definitely got to take care of those veterans, uh, make sure we're getting them off of the street uh, as well and getting them into real homes and, and real security. Uh, Scott, how great insight. We'll uh, circle back with you tomorrow, see how things shake out, and uh, appreciate your insight, appreciate your commitment to our community. Hey, thanks, Boyd. And anyone who wants to join, just go on our website, Pioneer Park Coalition, tonight at 5 o'clock. Join us with awesome. Dr. Robert Morbid. Fantastic. Scott Hal joining us. We're going to step aside for a bottom-of-the-hour break. When we come back, a tribute to a great leader, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, who passed away over the weekend. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.